This is Not Your Average Financial Podcast, Episode 273, Avoid the Bear Trap and Build Real Wealth. Traditional financial planning is no longer working. And in the new normal economy, your host, certified financial planner Mark Willis, invites you to join us as we engage the new and improved steps for establishing financial sanity. Be curious, be stable, be sane. This is Not Your Average Financial Podcast, helping you think different about your money, your economy, and your future. Hey, everybody, and welcome to this week's episode. We're going to be doing some scuba diving today, so grab your gear. We're going to jump in together. I think at the end, we're going to have some very practical, very tangible ways you can build real wealth and avoid some of the major bear traps, B-E-A-R traps, and we'll get into what that means and how to avoid them in this episode today. So let's jump right on in. Why is it that people continually do things that are not in their best interest? Have you ever stopped to really think about that? Why is it that we know what we need to do with our health, our fitness, our relationships, our finances, and yet we don't seem to change our situation? For example, we have enough financial information out there. We know what we need to do with our money, but most of us just don't do it. It's because I believe we're hardwired by the time we're about age 18 with our internal belief system. It's our operating system for how we see the world. This operating system that's controlling our subconscious, it's actually controlling 95% of what we do, what we say, what we believe about our world. An unconscious mind is what drives what we ultimately become. So it's not knowledge is power, as uh, they used to say growing up as a kid. We know plenty about what to do. What is it that helps us? It's not knowledge necessarily, but it's about applying knowledge applying the right skills, the right information into our actual life. Because we might think we want to be strong, we might think we want a six-pack of abs, but we also want donuts and ice cream, at least I do. And that's no more true than with money. Now, a lot of people have subconscious beliefs about money. In fact, some of this comes from our parents, our grandparents, our religious faith. There's a lot of subconscious beliefs out there about money. For example, Money is the root of all evil, a misinterpretation of a biblical verse, for example. Or, I don't deserve money, another phrase that I hear quite often with my conversations with clients. Or what about uh, subconscious beliefs like these? Others need it more than me, which might lead to excessive giving. Or, I need it more than others, which might lead to excessive greed. Or what about the subconscious belief that there's never enough money? Or the concept of, hey, I don't need money, I'm good without it. Or when I make money, I just lose it. Boy, I've met a lot of people who believe that. Every time I make money or I get that pay raise, I'm going to lose it. Or what about the subconscious belief, my spouse will take care of me? Or hey, it's just too complicated. I'm not good enough with money. My eyes glaze over. I hear these subconscious beliefs all the time. Our subconscious drives our reality. These beliefs that we might have and might not even say internally to ourselves, but they're being spoken in our actions. These beliefs drive everything we do, everything we act upon, everything we believe, and ultimately what we become in our financial lives. These beliefs lead to excuses, and these excuses lead to self-sabotaging actions and ultimately disastrous results. Some have called this the B-E-A-R trap. Beliefs lead to excuses, lead to actions, and lead to results. 
And those are exactly what we're shown here. First, we are stuck with unhealthy beliefs, which lead to unhealthy excuses, which lead to unhealthy actions, and ultimately unhealthy results. So this is the bear trap that so many people live in, and it's why so many of us uh, remain poor, or even if you make some money, you find a way to lose it. In fact, Fortune Magazine says about 70% of all lottery winners end up going broke or filing for bankruptcy. Wow. How can we avoid that fate? That's a lottery poverty right there. This is why people, even when they begin to make some money, unknowingly start to lose it. How many people have you met where they made a little bit of money or got that pay raise, but then found a way to get themselves fired? How many times have you seen that football player retire from the NFL only to go broke a few years later? So how can we avoid the bear trap? Well, one, and first and foremost, we must change our beliefs. Oftentimes, people are not even aware of the way they think about money. Sometimes, before you can change your beliefs, you simply have to take stock of what you're actually thinking. Without awareness, there is no transformation. Most brain scientists will tell you that we have somewhere between 12,000 and 60,000 thoughts every single day. That's a ton of information to keep track of. Now, what's even more staggering is that 90% of those thoughts are the exact same thoughts we had yesterday. So we're just having the same repeat thoughts go through our mind every single day. How much of your day is spent thinking about money? How many thoughts does that calculate out to? When we go around thinking that we can change our outside world, we honestly have it backwards. We first need to stop and look inside our internal world and decide what do we actually believe? So here's an action step. Slow down long enough and even possibly write down your thoughts about money. That's an action step you can take to dislodge yourself from the vicious cycle. It's as simple as journaling. Have you ever just taken an hour to write down what you believe about money? What do you truly believe? Not what other people tell you to believe. For example, maybe your real thoughts about money are, hey, the rich, they're all crooks. Or my house, it's an asset. Or maybe you truly believe that you need money to be happy. So start with that list of thoughts, those beliefs about money. Next, write down where did each of these beliefs come from? Who taught you to think that way? Was it your school teacher? Was it your parents? Maybe your siblings? Maybe an early mentor or even your first boss? Finally, what would your life be like without those beliefs? If the thought is a seed, what kind of fruit does that seed produce ultimately in your life? Now you have these beautiful neurons in your brain. They're called mirror neurons, and they are there to reflect the environment and the people that you see and interact with on a daily basis. In fact, Jim Rohn is famous for saying that you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. So a mirror neuron is a neuron that fires both when an animal or a human acts and that animal or human observes the same action performed by another person. So they've done some animal studies, human studies, and found that when one person sees somebody get you know, hit with a hammer on the thumb, let's say, that the pain receptors will light up even if you're just watching the other human experience that pain. This is a mirror neuron, for example. So how are you being influenced by the people around you? You will be influenced. You are the average of the five people you spend the most time with. So make sure that you're watching and engaging with people who lift you up and help you think differently about money. That's one of the reasons why I hope you're listening to this podcast right now. So we've talked about how having new beliefs can help dislodge you from the bear trap. But what about excuses? Excuses were the next step in our bear trap, and we need to find a way to avoid these excuses. 
When you focus on excusing what you've done in the past, that's what brings you to the excuse machine. But if you look toward the future, you might begin to experiment. If you focus on the wrong beliefs, that'll lead to an excuse. So once you've fixed those core beliefs about money, focusing on what you can influence about your life, you then begin to think with fresh thoughts. These fresh thoughts will lead to efforts and experimentation to try something new, to live with gratitude and excitement and opportunity as to what's possible. So that's the second step in avoiding the bear trap, to move from excuses to thoughtful and exciting experimentation. The next step in avoiding the bear trap is to move from your experimentations on paper or on the mind to real actual action. If we're going to change our life, it has to be brought into real world engagement. You must get a new mentor. You've got to practice saving with actual money. You've got to try this new belief on for size. You have to live it out in the real world. A financial product is not what gets you free from the bear trap. It's the being, the being, not the having that fixes this problem. So there is no magic pill. Even bank on yourself designed policies, even other not so average financial strategies like we talk about on our podcast, even they are not the root cause or magic pill that you're looking for. What's truly going to change your situation is to have new beliefs, which lead to new experiments, which lead to new forms of action. Instead of always spending your money on Saturday night, maybe you figure out a way to live within your means and to put some of that money toward your financial future, to experiment in that regard. And then the fourth and final step in avoiding the bear trap is finding encouraging results. So you move up this upward bound spiral as you begin to see your positive actions leading to encouraging results. All of a sudden, you've got a fresh set of beliefs that are now bolstered with evidence. Hey, wow, when I don't blow all my money at the club and I put some money into a bank on yourself designed policy, now I've got money when my car breaks down. That's a great feeling. And that feeling is what drives your beliefs even deeper into your subconscious. So now you know that, hey, yeah, I am good with money. I can do this. I have what it takes. These are the upward bound spirals that many people get on as they climb the financial journey uh, upward and into their potential, wherever that takes them. So you can have an upward bound spiral in your financial life that can work in your favor rather than a downward spiral of discouraging beliefs, excuses, destructive actions, and then discouraging results. Let's have some new beliefs, which lead to experimentation better actions, and encouraging results. I hope this quick and hopefully em empowering episode was helpful for you in understanding just how people lose their wealth, lose their fortune, and instead have something that you can count on when it comes time to breaking free from the mindset prison that most of us live in. I certainly grew up with without much of a silver spoon in my hand. I wasn't handed much in the way of financial literacy or assets on the balance sheet, let's say. I had a higher net worth at the age of five with a couple bucks in a paper bag than as a college graduate with six figures of student loan debt. So if you, like me, want to break free from that bear trap, it starts with you. You are your greatest investment. You can handle this one belief, one step at a time. Again, one of my big takeaways here is it starts with you writing down, thinking about your actual real beliefs, as gruesome as it might be, as shameful as it might feel write out 
those thoughts you have about money. What's your relationship with money like? Is it a distant relative that you hope you never have to call on? Is it someone who you know shows up and gets spent as soon as you have them? You know, what is your relationship with money like? And could you improve that situation, that relationship? That's what I'd like you to spend some time on. The one takeaway from this episode is to jot down your thoughts about money and then decide for yourself, are you ready to try some new experiments? Put some of your new thoughts, ideas to action and just see if it works. Hey, you can always go back to the current life you have now with money. I think you'll be pleasantly surprised that some new experimenting can lead to more encouraging actions, which lead to very encouraging and uplifting results. So thank you for joining me for this week's episode of Not Your Average Financial Podcast, helping you think and live differently with your money, your beliefs about money, and your future. This has been another episode of the Not Your Average Financial Podcast. To join a financial revolution and start thinking different about money, go to www.nyafinancialpodcast.com and click Request a Meeting. The topics presented in this podcast are for general information only and not for the purposes of providing legal, accounting, or investment advice. On such matters, please consult a professional who knows your specific situation.